Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Clear Cut Sports. We're going to continue our coverage with the NFL Draft by Division. Um, I should have said this in the first episode, but, um, you know, it's, it's hard to give a grade on these drafts. I don't know how to grade a six-round pick at a Tulsa because I just don't know much about them. So what I'm basing this um, these grades on, I guess, is not more of what I think of their talent because outside of the first three rounds, you know, like I don't know too much about these guys. <clears throat> but I'm looking at, did you feel your needs with your draft picks? That's one of the big things I'm looking at. And how do I feel they fit well into your team? For example, last episode talked about um, the NFC North and the Detroit Lions. They drafted a running back, but they already had one in my opinion. They drafted two, actually. So I don't know how that fits well. Hence, I can't remember what you know grade I gave them, but I just don't think that fits well. Compare that to the Redskins, who, you know, they drafted Chase Young and a bunch of other players that are probably going to start for them. That's a great draft. You could draft a lot of starters. Anyways, without further ado, hope you all are doing well today. We're going to continue with the NFC. We're going to move on to the South. We're going to start with the New Orleans Saints. They won the NFC South last year. They finished with a 13-3 record. They had four draft picks. They had a, one quarterback, one offensive lineman, one tight end, and one linebacker. The first-round pick, Cesar Ruiz, I remember I said, you know, that's the most interesting uh, round one pick of the draft, back on draft day. I then realized that I've read somewhere that he can also play guard, so he's a center-slash-guard, which is a good combination to have, and it'll fit well for the Saints, I believe. And then they got the, the linebacker that was Wisconsin, Zach Bond. You know, I'd like that pick a lot. He'll probably get some time. Looking here. See, New Orleans was okay with defense. Like they've ranked fifth best in the NFC with yards defensive yards per game. Second in sacks, so they get to the they get to the uh, quarterback. So, you know, solid draft by New Orleans. They only had four picks. Um the draft of the quarterbacks. Interesting thing here though, just a tidbit here. They have four quarterbacks on the roster. They their seventh round pick, uh Tommy Stevens, of course, Drew Brees, uh, Taysom Hill, and then they just signed Jameis Winston. So it's going to be interesting to see how they use those four, four guys here. But anyways, to the draft, you know, solid draft, I guess. Their tight end might get some time in, time in behind Jared Cook. We'll see. Um, I give it a B, you know, solid draft. New Orleans is going to be formidable again this year with Drew Brees coming back. On to the Atlanta Falcons here. I like this draft a lot. They had six picks. Um, one offensive lineman, one defensive lineman, one linebacker, two defensive backs, and one punter. They replaced Desmond Trufant with A.J. Terrell, their first pick out of Clemson. And I really love Atlanta's offense, so I'm glad they went heavy on the defensive side. Looking here, they ranked second, excuse me, fourth 
Fourth best in offensive yards per game in the NFC. That's pretty good. So it's the defense that let them down, and they had some injuries, so it wasn't all their fault totally. So I'm glad they got some hopeful playmakers on the on the defensive side of the ball now. They drafted a center at a temple with their third pick, Matt Hennessy. They already have a great center, um, Mac Mac. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe he'll slide into a guard or maybe he's going to be groomed in. Outside of that, a defensive end to get some pressure because they did rank third worst in the NFC in sacks last year. So I'm glad they addressed that situation. And honestly, they had six picks. Four of them on the defense, one special teams. I like that about this Falcons team. I, I see drastic improvement. The only one complaint I have, they allowed the most hits of the quarterback. So I was hopefully expecting more offensive linemen drafted. But again, you know, they really need to address the defense, and they did. Hopefully they can strengthen that O-line more. Um, they were dead last and quarterback hits allowed in the NFC. So I give the Falcons also a B for this draft. And I have high hopes for them. I think they're going to, they may make the playoffs. That NFC South is, that's a tough division, y'all. Moving on now to the drastically improved Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another great draft. Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Oh, excuse me. I'll go over the picks first by number. They had seven picks. They drafted one offensive lineman, two running backs, one wide receiver, one defensive lineman, one linebacker, one defensive back. Now, Tristan Wirfs, easily my best uh, offensive lineman in the draft. They stole him at 13th overall. Excellent pick. They then go out and get a safety out of Miami to help boost that defense. Which was okay. Really, it was a really sneaky defense that not a lot of people talk about. They ranked 8th in defensive yards per game allowed. That's middle of the pack. So, and their offense with James Winston ranked 2nd in offensive yards per game. So, you know, I'm glad they addressed the defense, but it's not as bad as most people think. So they got the, and they drafted two running backs. To pair alongside um, Ronald Jones, uh, the young man out of Vanderbilt, Keyshawn Vaughn, have high hopes for him. So, with, of course, with Tom Brady now and the new uh, Tristan Wirfs, to, he'll slide right in to tackle. I really like this team. Last year, they allowed the fourth most quarterback hits in the NFC. They addressed that with the offensive tackle selection in the first round. So. I like them. They got some good linebackers, Shaquille Barrett. Their defense, I think, especially with the the, the safety out of Miami, I think it's going to be improved even more so than it is already. That pass rush is still going to be mean. And watch out for the Bucks. Like I said, this NFC South, this is a legit division, everybody. So I, I, give, I love this draft for Tampa Bay. I give them an A. Last but not least, the Carolina Panthers. They had seven picks, and I love this about Carolina. 
They drafted three defensive linemen and four defensive backs. That's it. They really wanted to boost their defense because they believe that Teddy Bridgewater can take them to the promised land. Can he? We'll see. So, while I do love it because I think I'm a defensive-minded person, I really think you do need a great defense to win a Super Bowl or compete to get to a Super Bowl. However, as I look here at their stats from last year, now I know they had, I can't even remember, Will Greer played some quarterback last year. I know Cam Newton was hurt. They've ranked 12th in offensive yards per game and second last and third down percentage. But they do have Ted, <clears throat> they do have Teddy Bridgewater, excuse me. So maybe they believe that that's that's going to solve their problems with that, which maybe it will. I like Teddy Bridgewater. He's a game manager. He's not going to go out and throw. I don't think you know four or five thousand yards a season, but he's not going to turn the ball over much either. He's going to make the good decisions. Anyways, back to the draft here. We'll talk about that another day. Derek Brown out of Auburn, if you remember how excited I was for the Panthers to get this young man at a, the defensive tackle position, they were ranked first in sacks last year, and he's only going to add to it. He's going to plug up the running lanes. He's going to put pressure on the quarterback in a immobile NFC South quarterback position. You know, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. In the second round, they got Jeremy Chin, the safety out of Southern Illinois. That's a good pick as well. Even though they ranked fourth best in interceptions, they want to bolster that defense even more. So, you know, Carolina drafting all all rushers and all uh, defensive backs. I don't mind it. The only thing I do wish, I think they could have probably went out and got a receiver. Or an offensive lineman with one of their early picks. But if they think that Teddy Bridgewater is going to solve their the answer on the offensive struggles, then I cannot fault them for that. That being said, they get a B for this draft. I love how they went all out in the defense. Really, um, really going to be a strong fight for them this season. So to wrap up the NFC South again, the Saints have B. Falcons have a B. Tampa has an A. Carolina has a B. So good drafting for the most part, in the NFC South. Moving on now to the NFC West. The reigning defending NFC champion, San Francisco 49ers, will start us off. So the Niners made a couple trades on draft day. They had five picks, one offensive lineman, two wide receivers, one tight end, and one defensive lineman. And I'll tell you now that San Francisco 49ers have an A in my books for this draft. <clears throat> the first pick, Javon Kinlaw, he's going to slide right in there and replace DeForest Buckner. And let me tell you about that front four. You had Kinlaw, DeFord, Armstead, and Bosa. <whistles> let me tell you, that is scary. Everybody in the NFC West. NFC, damn, the NFL, everyone better be on notice about this pass rush. They don't even have to blitz you. They can rush four, and they're going to get a lot of pressure. They're fast. They're physical. 
and last year, this defense allowed the least amount of yards per game in the NFC, and they're only getting better with the addition of Javon Kinlaw to South Carolina. So, I mean, great. That's a great, great pick. And the only other thing that I had them needing <clears throat> was another playmaker, another wide receiver, and of course, what do they do with the 25th overall pick? They trade and get Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. You know, rounds their last three picks in rounds five, six, and seven. Just more depth at offensive tackle and tight end and another receiver. They only have five picks, but you don't need a lot of picks to have a great draft, everybody. And the San Francisco 49ers, I really like this draft. I expect them to be very strong contenders once again for the NFC crown. I would say they'd outright win it, except for this next team I'm about to talk about. Seattle Seahawks are next. And I really love this team, I'll tell you right now. <clears throat> they had eight picks on draft day, draft days. One offensive lineman, one wide receiver, one running back, two tight ends, two defensive linemen, and one linebacker. First round pick, Jordan Brooks at a Texas Tech linebacker. Good pick to a Pete Carroll defense. That was strangely 13th overall in the NFC for defensive yards per game. So the defense was not as great as a lot of people think it was. So they went and addressed that by drafting, what did I say here, two defensive linemen and a linebacker. Because for sacks, they ranked third worst in the NFC for sacks. They didn't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they had, uh, obviously, Davian Clowney, who didn't really pan out for them. But the secondary is still pretty good. This team is going to be good. Russell Wilson is good. He is the most underrated person in the NFL, I believe. So they went and got him a couple weapons. A couple of wide receiver, a running back, which honestly, like, if you remember last year, all the running back injuries, that was just unfortunate for them. That was really too bad. So they went and got a, uh, one wide receiver, one running back, and two tight ends. Tight end position was also very thin for them. Will Disley had a great season until he got hurt. And then it just kind of rolled from there. Interesting here, though, I look here at my stats from last year. They allowed the third most quarterback hits on Russell Wilson in the uh, NFC. And they only drafted one offensive lineman. I'm glad they did. They got an offensive guard at LSU, Damian Lewis. So hopefully they'll shore up that offensive line a bit. Their offense is fine, aside from, you know, Russell Wilson getting hit. Because he's going to make plays all day. And, you know, when you have a guy that talent, that caliber, he you're always in a position to win. So, Seattle Seahawks. Just looking here. They dressed their defense. Well, they hopefully did with their uh, linebacker pick in the first round. Um... Not, not much else to say here. I mean, I, I think, you know, they still got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, so they didn't really need a wide receiver. So they got one late in the sixth round. 
like I said at the beginning, I don't know if I can't rank these guys because I don't know much about them. Maybe they'll hit, maybe they won't. <clears throat> Saw the draft for the Seahawks though. They filled the they got some needs. If they I wish they had drafted another offensive lineman. So under in the C to a B range. I'll say B just because I'm in a good mood. But it could easily flip down to C. But they got a linebacker. Is that defense is really what uh, the defense really couldn't hold up to its usual standards last year. And I think that's why they had an early exit against Green Bay in the divisional round of the playoffs. So next, we have the Rams. I have a weird feeling about the Rams. You know, two years ago, they made the Super Bowl, obviously, and lost 13-3 to the New England Patriots in one of the – If you, I like the Super Bowl, but, you know, if you're a casual fan who's looking for offense, you probably hated it. Ever since then, I know it's only been two years, but – they, they, to me, the Rams feel like mediocrity. That that's that's what they are to me. They have Jared Goff, who they paid a bunch of money to, and you know he's just looking at their stats here. They were, you know, they were fifth best in the NFC in offensive yards per game. Thought they finished nine and seven, three and three in the division. I don't know, like. I don't know what it is about them. They just scream media- mediocrity to me. And that ain't going to get it done, obviously, in the NFL. And that being said, let's look at the draft here. Nine picks they had. One offensive lineman, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end. Two linebackers, two defensive backs, and a kicker. The first pick in round, it was round two that got Cam Akers out of Florida State. He's going to replace Todd Gurley in all likelihood. So they addressed that need, which is good. That's what I like to see. As I said earlier, that's, you know, kind of uh, kind of what I'm basing a lot of these, you know, tentative grades on. They got another weapon for Jared Goff in the second round, Van Jefferson out of Florida, wide receiver. So I'm glad they're addressing those um, those needs that they had after the offseason. I'm looking at their defense here. They were okay. Like I said, it's just mediocrity. They ranked six in defensive yards per game. They did get to the quarterback a lot, of course, with Aaron Donald and the rest of that pass rush. They ranked third best in sacks. So they drafted, um, what did I say here, two linebackers, two defensive backs. Interesting about the kicker, um, you know, they have Greg uh, Zulleroin, or however you pronounce it, one of the greatest ever. So, Interesting enough, but, you know, and again, like, it's just media, like, the team's, like, mediocre. I, I assume they're going to finish somewhere in the 7-9 to nine to 9-7 and seven range like they did last year, just kind of mediocre. They might squeak into the playoffs, especially now with that 7th seventh, uh, seventh, uh, playoff spot available after the new uh, CBA or whatnot. And they might not. They're going to get bounced in the first round if they do. I don't know. They didn't really wow me with anything here. So I would like to see them draft more offensive linemen and earlier because they're one offensive lineman, the guard at a Clemson. He came in the seventh round. 
I would like to see them address that a bit earlier in the draft. But their offensive line had up pretty good last year, so I'm not too worried about it. So, you know, let's see, I guess, is what I'm going to give them. But, again, it's just a mediocre draft for a mediocre team. Rounding out the NFC West and the NFC as a whole with this segment is my pick for top three most improved teams in the whole NFL this year, the Arizona Cardinals. Love this draft. Six picks they had, one offensive lineman, one running back, two defensive linemen, two linebackers. Round one, steal the draft for me. After some thought, it is my biggest steal out of all of them. Of course, it is Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker of the Clemson. He's going to play all over the field for Cliff Kingsbury's defense. All over the field. Corner, slot, safety, outside linebacker, inside linebacker. Again, I'm going to bring up that uh, graphic they had on the at the draft. He played like 200 snaps of uh, three or four defensive positions. This kid is unbelievably versatile to help a defense that ranked 10th worst in sacks. Excuse me, that ranked. 10th overall in sacks in the NFC, so 10th out of 16. And third worst with interceptions. He's going to help that all over the place. They were dead last in defensive yards per game. He's going to boost them tremendously. I can't say enough about Isaiah Simmons and that pick. That was an easy pick at 8th overall. Um, I can't remember who I had them taking. see if I can flip through my notes and find it quick here. So I had them taking a wide receiver, Henry Ruggs III, but as soon as Isaiah Simmons was there, I knew he was going. I figured it'd be gone way sooner than that, but it's a great pick. Um, they got an offensive tackle to help an already great offensive line with Kyler Murray. He's very mobile, so he doesn't get hit a lot, but they drafted the one of the top, I think he was my fifth-ranked offensive lineman in Josh Jones out of Houston. Another great pick to shore up that offensive line a bit. And then the the rest of their picks, you know, were some more um, get some more some defensive help. <coughs> they drafted uh, another linebacker and two defensive tackles to help a defense that ranked, like I said, tenth overall in sacks. I would like to see them perhaps get another um, another defensive back, but like I said, Isaiah Simmons, he might find himself playing a lot a lot of safety. Or corner, slot corner anyways. So these Arizona Cardinals, I'm going to do, you know, a podcast about them. Um, Well, not just them, but a lot of teams. I love them. I love them. I think they might make the playoffs this year. I really do. If Kyler Murray can develop a bit more and that offense can get better, of course, the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Their receivers are really good. Hopkins, Fitzgerald, and and Christian Kirk, who I really like. That's a great three – great three wide receivers here I like this team a lot I really do and Isaiah Simmons just made me fell, fall in love with this team for the draft purposes I give them an A mostly because of Isaiah Simmons I mean he was an easy pick of course but he's going to be a difference maker for this team so to round out the NFC uh, West and the NFC one more time Niners get an A Seahawks, I'm between a C and a B. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to say B. The Rams, mediocre, C, you know. And the uh, Arizona Cardinals are an A. So it is Wednesday. Um, 
means it's a double dip for the podcast. There'll be another one coming out later this evening. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll start uh, later on this evening with the AFC North and East. Um, Thanks for listening. See you all later and stay safe, everybody.